I'm Michael. And I'm Rebecca. And we just put our kids to bed. So come hang out with us as we talk about life. And other things. While while the kids sleep. Good evening, everyone. We're here again with another episode of While the Kids Sleep. I am your host, Michael. One of your hosts. One of the hosts. You're not the only host. Host and the hostess. Thank you. Thank you for coming tonight and joining me on the couch. You're welcome. <laughs> Where else would I be? Where else would I be? Let's let's be real. Let's be honest. Where else are we after the kids go to bed? To bed. The couch. On the couch. Yes. Recording an episode. Mm-hmm. And like we do, we like to share uh, just fun, amusing stories of while the kids were not sleeping. This is another Nicole classic. Lately, she's been giving really really good sincere prayers you know at dinner time and bedtime and just she bless her bless her heart some of the things they say you know only out of mouth babes and this was one of her a snippet for one of her prayers she you know just praying for all the good things and then she said and please bless that we'll always remember though those people who have passed out (laughs) (laughs) instead of we we think she probably meant like passed on who have deceased and died right and i don't know where she got that from i mean we have talked about like you know that's a common phrase to use when people die that they've passed passed away away or they've passed passed on. on instead of just saying dead you know but I don't think I have ever said that in a prayer. I don't think you've ever said that. Like, no. let's remember those who've passed on. <laughs> but she sure enough. Or maybe she really does want us to remember those people who have passed out. Yeah, because they could uh, be in you know, ill health or care. something. <laughs> right. She's so freaky. It was so funny, though, when it happened because, like, like you just, you can't, like, laugh, like, in the it, middle of it. Because she's sincere. She's being sweet. She's, you know, talking to God. And, and she really means it. And I'm just like, I'm about to start like dying. Like you're holding it in and then you're like shaking, you know, cause you're laughing so hard. Yeah. Oh, she's so sweet. Oh yeah, kids oh are gosh. cute. So that's our story. This episode of our podcast is all about, Rebecca, how you want to title this? You know, we kind of, in our notes, we titled this Lessons from 2020, our plan for happiness. Well, yeah, so the, how this came about, and this is something we've been kind of thinking about for a while. I feel like this year, with everything that's happened with the pandemic and everybody's lives getting turned upside down and things not looking the way that we're used to them looking, like has been rough on a lot of us and I think we've had to make a lot of changes in our lives to kind of adjust to what's happening you know with more isolation and staying home and masks and all this stuff and anyway and it's been hard on a lot of us like mental health wise and it's been difficult on marriages been difficult for people like in their work setting you know it's just been it's been difficult and so I think with us specifically This has been an opportunity for us to go, okay, what can we learn from this experience? What's not working? Maybe that was like we let slide before, but now because... Everything's just magnified. Right. Like what do we need to change? What do we need to do to make our lives better and to have our lives be, you know, to be happier? We're not just coasting through. Like we need to actually make some serious changes, like learn some lessons from what we've gone through this year of 2020. And so that's why I feel like it's, it is, it's like, it's like lessons we've learned from 2020. And I think it's perfect because we're coming up on, you know, new Christmas time and the new year. So it's like, let's look back and say, 
okay, what have we done? What are some things we've done to like make our lives better? Yeah, and I would like to think, you know, like everything on here is probably a pl could have been or can be applicable to any year. Mm -hmm. It just so happens this year, everything is kind of getting augmented. Everything is bigger and grander. And so it's been more apparent. Right, and I think for a lot of people, not just us, but I think because of that, it's made, it's forced people to go, oh, I do need to make some changes. Oh, I do need to do some things differently than I did before because because it's not as easy as it used to be or whatever. Yeah, it's not just that it was 2020. It's just like, oh, I've had some bad habits for the past five, 10 years of my life mm -hmm. that I should have changed way before then. It's just now they're coming to light. Well, it's nothing like when life, you know, when life gets hard, that's when you learn some of your biggest lessons. Like you grow the most because it forces you to. And so I think that's, that's where this all comes down to is we've been forced to, to change things and to make ourselves better. One of the first ones is taking a break from electronics and social media. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this is such a hot topic right now. Earlier in the year, you know, the year started off with COVID thinking it's just going to be an Asian thing. And then it was like, nope, it's hit the U.S. It's hit North America and Europe and it became a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. Mix that in with this year, the U.S. has seen several racial riots and just destruction. And, and then the election uh, was And then crazy. the presidential election and a lot of uh, social justice campaigns going on. And all of it is just getting spread through social media. Mm -hmm. We don't get a paper newspaper on the doorstep. We don't watch nightly TV. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this information is coming in through social media. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. Once we turn that off, we found ourselves loving our neighbors again. Mm -hmm. We're not out hating because they shared something on social media and you're like, that's not right. And yeah. yeah, yeah, well, and it's it's not just like this information comes through. You know, there's different ways to get information, but it's also all this misinformation too. And everything's just, like you've said before, everything's magnified. Everything's blown up, like blown out of proportion. And so everybody's just like at each other's throats all the time. You know, you we've all been on Facebook especially, I feel like, is where it's been the worst. People share an article and then somebody disagrees and then they have this huge fight and people are mean and they're throwing terrible words at each other and and it's just it's horrible and I'm like that's just not good yeah. I don't feel good reading and that I, I, and I really think it's uh, things get blown out of proportion it, it could have been something person a got in a fight with person b and they live 5,000 miles away mm -hmm. well that story is shared and it's shared with you and even though you have no clue who these people are and you don't even know, you're, you can't even confirm what they're fighting about mm -hmm. is really what the fight was about. But all of a sudden, you are now fighting with your neighbor who is next door. Right. Because you have two different opinions on some misinformation that was just all spread about social media. Yeah, and it's just it's just been a nightmare, I feel like, on social media. And everybody, like we said, this is a hot topic now. A lot of people have started thinking about, oh, I'm going to take a break. And so that's something that we've done. Like I deleted Facebook off my phone. I can still access it. I still have an account. Like I can access it through the internet, you know, on a browser. And I do still have Instagram. But like just this past month, I took like a pretty decent break. Like I didn't post anything. I looked at stuff a little bit here and there, but I was just like, I... I have no reason to be on this. And I know you've taken a break before too. Yeah, I've taken a couple of breaks where I just complete cold turkey, mm -hmm. solid month, not even getting on. 
and it's amazing. You know, we can we can spout out facts and statistics of like, oh, what is it, you know, what is it like for people to cut out themselves off social media and electronics? But I think for us, it's just what's most important is like, how do we feel when we've done that? Like, and I know personally, oh my gosh, I felt so much better. Like, I'm a person who tends to have like a little bit of anxiety about stuff, and I like get worried about everything around me, and even like lean towards a little bit of depression of some things too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so much better this past month when I cut it out. I just, I felt so much better. And also with that, I I know I can fall into that trap of the workday's over, dinner's over, and you just, we always just call it your veg time. You Mm -hmm. just want some time to be a vegetable and just do anything. And and I found it was at that time when it's like, yeah, I just just wanna scroll through Facebook. I really just don't wanna think about anything. Yeah. But that was also the time that my kids were available or wanted to see me. and Because you were off work, they were home oh, from school. school. Yeah, they're finally seeing you really for the first time in the day mostly, you yeah. know. So yes, I'm exhausted. Or even after they've been put to bed and it's just you and me who are awake, mm-hmm. it's you retreat to your phone, I retreat to my phone. We're in the same room, but we're not interacting. Yeah. How sad is that? Like, I, I just think it, we've had this discussion before, too, about with our kids, especially like we don't want our kids to remember like, oh, well, I'm just an inconvenience. So, like mom and dad are like, well, just a second, just a second. I'm on my phone. Yeah, don't and they, don't don't interrupt me. I just got to read one more news story. And I'm staring at my phone and they keep coming and wanting to talk to us. And we're like, oh, I'm, I'm busy staring at a screen like, really? That's yeah. what the kind that's not the kind of parents we want to be. Yeah. The person in the room is not the interruption. The mm-hmm. phone in your hand is an interruption mm-hmm. to the person in the room. Exactly. So like real real connections with real people. So taking a break, putting your phone away, um, you know, even if it knows to go in another room or whatever. And then I think the easiest way, it's easy to get to put your phone away when we are not on social media. I think that's the thing. Like the social media, for me, it sucks me in. So if I don't have that temptation on my phone that I'm like, oh, well, I can only check my email so many times. Like, there's nothing else, There's nothing there for me. Yeah, if you're only going to use your cell phone for its telephoning capabilities, right? Either text messages or voice calls, you really don't use your phone all that much. No, no. Yeah, so that's a big deal. That's some major change we've made, and I I've been happier because of it. I think you have too, right? Mm-hmm. So I think going forward, we're going to keep it like that. So then the next thing. We have a whole list, so we're just going to go through them all. Reading more, and this kind of goes with getting rid of electronics a little bit. You know, we tend to like veg in front of the TV at nights and stuff like that. But we've talked about, well, let's let's turn off the TV. Let's they have all. We have this list of books that we want to read. We always talk about like, oh, I need to read more. I need to read more. I'm like, well, let's turn the TV off. Finally, read some more books. Yeah, replace that time that you were just wasting scrolling through your Facebook feed. Replace that time with pick up a book. Right. Oh, I know. And I still, I haven't been as good about it. I need to go to the library and just start like reserving and putting books on hold because I do have so many I want to read, but I've been kind of busy, too busy. Or yeah, I just need to go get those books, (laughs) but it's great. And so obviously without your phone, we're putting our phones away. And if there's nothing on the TV that we're watching or reading a book, this is going to kind of lead us into talking to each other more. What? Uh, well, I know. <laughs> Heaven forbid we, we Heaven converse- forbid we interact with, with each, each other face to face. That's crazy. Crazy talk. We fell in love with each other by talking to each other. 
And I think yeah, most we people... We fell in love before Facebook is the monstrosity that it is today. Yeah, and so sitting down and like eye contact and talking about what's going on in our lives, like having little, you know, check-ins with each other is really important. And I, it, it brings us closer to each other. And then we're not like, oh, shoot, I forgot to ask him that or whatever. And something comes up and we go, oh, yeah, I, the past few nights I've just been like on my phone or whatever. No, we need to connect. Super important. Yep. Next on our list for, and this is kind of like the joke on why we call it like our plan for happiness. For anybody like is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints like we are. Um, there's this common like term that's called the plan of happiness. And basically it's just talking about like Jesus coming to the earth and following his teachings. And like, we will be happy if we follow his teachings and his commandments and stuff like that. That's like the very simple, basic gist of it. So we're like, oh, well, this is our plan for happiness, like right now in life <laughs> today. And one of those, since we're on the spiritual side of things that goes with it, is talking about reading our scriptures more. It's just one of those good habits. Both of us, we've read the scriptures cover to covers probably several times throughout our lives. Yeah. So you kind of think, yes, I, I know Daniel goes into the lion's den. Lehi takes his family across the ocean, you know, in the Book of Mormon. Right. You're like, yes, yes, I know the story. But there's more in the scriptures than just the stories. And right, and it's the spirit that you know, touches your lives and that you feel and it comes into your home when you're reading these gospel stories. And every single time you read the scriptures, even though you've read them a bunch of times, something new comes out to you. And usually, you know, I know I'll read a scripture and be like, wow, I needed that today. Mm -hmm. Like that just touched my heart. And so I know like we, I mean, who couldn't use a more loving and kind spirit in their home? And yeah, in their positive lives? messages coming in and, and good reminders about how how to love your fellow man and mm -hmm. and how also you know like in the scriptures it's full of people who suffered tribulations and had you know all these horrible things happen to them and you're like wow my life is so terrible and then you like read those stories and you're like no but they came out of it they were stronger because of it they were blessed you know so i'm like okay little perspective is good and then along the line with that i've also been listening more to what we call talks like from leaders current like leaders of our church um, spiritual leaders and they you know record them or whatever and so you can go and listen to them and so that's also like an addendum to the scriptures is that's like modern scripture and them talking on so so many different topics which i enjoy and all this also contributes to it's amazing when you don't have social media to keep you up late at night you kind of get to bed early on time and you're like well what else can i do oh it's 10 o'clock. I'm done. Let's go to bed. Yep. And sleep is essential for me, especially. I just don't function without sleep. I, it's terrible. So if we go to bed earlier, then we, we're more likely to be more patient. I know the next day. And if the baby wakes up earlier than we want him to, but we're like, oh, I'm a little bit more rested. Yeah. Because it is so easy just to linger and languish on the couch late at night mm -hmm. and even if you're just binge watching a tv show you're like oh well we got one more episode and then before you know it's like oh crap it's midnight you know you know one two three episodes oh there that's a couple hours of sleep yeah and that's i i think something we've learned is it's precious when the kids do go to bed it's precious for us to have time without them like that's rejuvenating to have just like adult time without the kids 
but there's a happy little space of like, okay, we've had our time, now we need to sleep. We can't just spread the adult time or whatever for hours and hours and then we're sleep deprived. Like it's have a little bit of it, but then go and get sleep so that you're better for the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go, everybody knows sleep is essential. Uh, okay, and then kind of going along with that as well, like for good health, we've been making yeah. a better effort to like eat healthier, to drink a lot more water. The runny joke is gaining the COVID-19 pounds. Right, right, which I, I haven't, I haven't. No, this year, both of us, we have lost weight. Which is great. I think it's so good. And with eating healthier too, like we've started doing a little bit of like intermittent fasting, which has been good. But the most essential thing I think for us is we would get in the bad habit of, okay, the kids are in bed. Let's make some cookies. Let's pull out the chocolate that we have stashed in the cupboard or whatever. Because we're like, well, we've had a long day. Let's treat ourselves. We deserve it, you know. And that's just bad for us. No, we don't need to be eating at 10 o'clock at night. And that's how the pounds get added on, I feel like. And so we've stopped that. We don't eat in the evenings anymore. And just that alone has helped our health and our weight. Yep. And with that is trying to even change our dialogue about how we refer to our bodies. Instead of saying, oh, I got these nasty 10 pounds yet to lose. Change it to say, hey, great, I've lost this much. Celebrate the accomplishments that we have made. So yes, we're still on our health journey. Mm-hmm. But instead of looking at ourselves negatively and saying, oh, this is how much I still have to do, we're saying, no, this is how much I've already accomplished. The outcome's still the same. We still have the same body. It's just change the way we talk about ourselves. Right. Well, and you're saying with like the outcome is still the same. That made me think of a friend of mine who's lost a bunch of weight in the past few years. Um, one thing she said, and I've heard this before, but she was like, the same amount of time was going to pass no matter what, no matter I, whether you know you choose to make these healthy choices or not, the time's going to pass. So might as well make a good choice. Might as well look at it differently and go, oh, great. Yeah, like I can make some progress. I can make some good changes in my health. Yeah, I think she said it took her five years. Two and to, a half. Or two and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it took her two and a half years to do the changes that she did. Whether or not she would have done those changes, it's those two and a half years still would have ticked on by. Yeah, so might as well might as well do something good for yourself. Do something and, with those two and a half years. Yeah, and it's not just like a physical, uh, physical like the way we look, but it's like how we feel physically and emotionally and mentally. Like when we're making healthier choices and eating healthier foods and stuff and limit, you know, limiting not eating all the junk, we just feel better. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what's the next one, Michael? Uh, going on dates or I also lumping in family time. Yeah. Dates just as husband and wife is important. We're doing more of those. It's so easy just to slack off in that field. Well, I mean, we see each other every day. Yeah. Do we really need to and go we, on a date? We do see each other a lot more now because you're working from home, <laughs> so that's different. But going on dates, I think it's been more difficult, though, this year because things were closed. There's so many restrictions. Like, you know, the old standby of going to a movie or going to get dinner. It looks different now. There's not as much availability. So we've had to think differently as far as dates go. Yeah. What have we done? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Still working on that date. But in the beginning of all of COVID, it was early springtime and summer. We have done a lot more family stuff with COVID. We've done a lot more hikes. We've gotten a lot more use out of that baby backpack. 
Yes, we have. Yeah, so we went on a whole bunch of hikes in like the summer, springtime. When I say a whole bunch, probably like half a dozen maybe. Half a dozen. But, but for us, that's good. That was half a dozen more than we've done in prior years combined. Yeah, and we had so much fun. And our little girls are this amazing little like mountain goats. They just climb up the hill and they we just have fun together. And we, we got out in nature. And I think that was something that was really great is that with the pandemic, a lot of things that were indoors were closed or very restricted. And so what happened? It forced everybody to go into the great outdoors because you don't have to wear a mask for that. You're distanced already, fresh air. And so, yeah, it was really, it forced us to do more of that. Yeah, and we found some cool locations that I want to go back and revisit. Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of selfie uh, pictures of me carrying Savannah and she's asleep, passed out in the backpack. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. Yeah. So, so but I think you're right with this, like, let's try and make more time to go on dates and to do quality family time together. And we do have to think a little bit outside the box and more things are open now than they were months ago, but there's still, there's still so much we can do. We are spending more time together. We might as well make it quality time. Mm -hmm. Rebecca, do you want to talk about some of the quality time you're doing now in the port? <laughs> well, this is a little bit more for me. But then there, I think also with 2020 and everything that's gone on, it's exacerbated some like mental health issues with a lot of people. I've heard a lot about that, and which is good in the sense that people are realizing, oh, I need to take better care of myself. I need to do, I need to do better self-care. I need to pay more attention to what's going on with me and make sure I'm in good mental shape so that I can handle other things that are going on in life. So for me, I've had a lot of that this year. I feel like some, I don't know, demons, if you will, have kind of come out. <laughs> That's probably the word, not a good way to say it. I'm just imagining like the aliens movies. Just like <laughs> no, like little, I was imagining like a little, you know, a little um, devil on, devil on shoulder, my shoulder with a pitchfork. But no, I've struggled with some of my mental health this year, but it's forced me to go, okay, what do I need to do to take better care of myself? Because you just get stretched thin this year, I feel like. And so a couple things I've done to kind of help with that is I've just started taking daily walks with Savannah actually now. Um, and we go in the mornings and it's not like, I used to be like, oh, I need to get out on run because I need to like get a hard workout and a hard run in in the mornings. But then it wouldn't work. Like I don't like pushing a stroller while I'm running. Like I like to be able to move my arms. And so it just morphed into this, well, I'll just take a walk with her because she likes to get out and we're getting some sunshine and we just take our stroll in the morning. And while I do that, I I've started listening to so many podcasts, which is kind of how we came about forming this podcast because I started listening to so many different ones, like, you know, inspirational ones, motivational ones, um, true, true crime, crime ones. ones. I mean, just all sorts of ones, like ones with celebrities who are interviewing people and just that kind of all sorts of stuff. But for me, it's great. I can listen because Savannah's young and she has not really a concept of what is being talked about in these podcasts. I can listen to those around her and she's just like oblivious to them. I don't listen to those podcasts because some of them are not child appropriate. Perfect. I don't listen to them when I'm with Jessica and Nicole around because they, they shouldn't hear those things, especially the true crime ones. But it's been great because it's usually at least a half hour walk and just take my time, get some fresh air, and I listen to whatever the heck I want. And it's just me time. Even though Savannah's there, it's still just like me time. That's been really good. And so I try and do that at least every weekday morning. And even now that it's cold, we still try and get out. We bundle up, well, put on I think my baby. Part of that, what helps with that is just routine. Mm-hmm. 
if our listeners haven't figured out yet, we're really big into our routines and, you know, just having that routine of get out and you get your walk in, you know, that's something very regular and routine. And And it gets our day going, like it sets everything in motion. Yeah, you're totally right. And so that's been really great. And then another thing to kind of go along with this mental health side of it is I've realized for years I've put this off like doing any sort of therapy for myself. And there's such a, there can be such a negative stigma with like, oh, you need therapy. And I get it. Like I. Which there's never a stigma of, oh, you broke your arm and you have to put a cast on. I know. Exactly. And people, that's a whole other podcast we can talk about. Like about mental health and people's views on that and negativity towards it and how that needs to change. But so for me, like, I mean, I went to college and I studied therapy, music therapy, and I took all the psychology classes and all therapy related classes. And one of the first things I remember, like they said in one of our class, like first classes was like, you know, everybody needs therapy. Like it doesn't matter who you are. Therapists need therapy and all that. And I'm like, boy, is that so true? Like I've known that we all could use somebody to talk to, to help us through things who doesn't, who's unbiased, you know, stuff like that. So for me, as I've had more things come up this year, because I think COVID's brought out like almost like a PTSD for me. Um, of some things in my childhood, in my life. And so it's made me go, oh, I need to, I need to take care of some things so that I can be happy. I can be a better mom, better wife and all that. So I've started doing therapy for myself and it's just a rapid eye therapy, which if you don't know what that is, you can Google it or whatever, but it's, it's cool. I've, I've never wanted to like do therapy before cause I haven't found the one that I want to do, like the right kind. And this is like right up my alley and, um, it's been really, really good. And so I just do it like weekly on a Zoom call with this amazing lady. If you want to know who she is and her stuff, ask me about it. Send me texts or something. But it's been so good for me because it's like an hour for me and I work through stuff. And then I really do feel like I've cleared and healed a bunch of things just the past few months since I started doing it. It's been really great. Yeah. And it's, it's a focus on myself, and I think that's a part of self-care. Sometimes you need to go, you know, it's okay to not do everything for everybody else and to take some time for yourself to make yourself healthier. Yep, totally agree. Yeah. So lots of things we've learned this year. It's not over yet. we still got a month, month to go. Right, and there's still more we can do this year, and then, of course, New Year's resolutions will come you know, with a new year in January, and I'm sure there will be more we will add on or take away or whatever that we need to, to continue to, you know, make our lives better. Thanks for listening tonight. This has been another episode of While the Kids Sleep. Sleep.